This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Hello, my name is Sam. I'm joined by my co-host Steve. We're back for episode 11 of the Luton Digital Fantasy Football Podcast. Yes, good evening, Sam. Lovely to be back with you. And I know a very exciting episode ahead. Emails and tweets. First of all, for our messages, we have one from Twitter by Al, who says, Hi, Sam and Steve. Just wondering whether you think the festive period is a good time to think about playing the bench boost or triple captain chip. I never know when to play them, but there are lots of games coming up. Thanks and keep up the good work podcasting. Yes, um, nice email message actually uh, from Al there. Not sent via Twitter, small correction, Samo. Uh, and he sent it to help at LutonDigital.com. Um, let's address that here and now, Samo, for in tonight's podcast. Uh, your view on whether these chips are best played over Christmas or not? Well, I think it's probably best to use your chips near the end of the season. Triple captain, probably not, not so much. Well, I'd still use that in the double game week. But you can sort of get away with using your um, treble captain when when you feel like it. But bench boost, I would try and wait until double game week near the end of the season. And thanks for your your last message as well. Thanks for listening, Al. Yeah, just to add to that, Al, uh, I think my view is similar that the double game week, uh, usually game week 34, the FA Cup, semi-final and quarter-finals and semi-finals is the one to play the bench boost triple captain I like to go late but you've really just got to pick a week where somebody has got an, what you think is an easy fixture and they haven't got European games around it I mean Salah's hat-trick which we're coming on to in a minute would have been ideal for the triple captain but I don't think many people played it because it was he was away last year he got four goals Sam didn't he at home to Watford on a Saturday night, five fifteen. So, if you are thinking of the treble captain, look for a game where your big players unlikely to be rested. It's nice and easy. They've got something to play for. Because the only thing, Sam, we should add in from the experience of last season is if you do save all your big chips towards the end of the season, they the players do get rested, particularly if there's nothing to play for. Um, unlikely to be that scenario, obviously, for Liverpool this year. Depends how close they can push City. Well said, Steve. But now for our second message. This time actually is from Twitter. It's from Sam Owen, who's, who replied to one of our tweets of, I think the question you need to be asking yourselves is how bad are your teams if I'm still top despite having a Goodmanson slash Masuaku midfield pivot. This, of course, was said before um, the the last game week where Alex Perry has now gone top. Yes. More on that later. Uh, but, but yes, but I mean, I, I think all we can say, Sam Owen, is uh, look at the league table. Maybe we were right to highlight the weaknesses in your team. You're listening to Luton Digital. Get in touch via LutonDigital.com. 
Now for reflections, my first reflection I've got here, Steve, is Salah, who scored a hat-trick against Bournemouth last week. What do you think of that? Well, I thought it was t- tremendous news, really, because uh, I had him as captain, and some people were foolish enough to pick Mr Harold Kane, who only got the one point, because he was rested. That that um, hat-trick has really changed up the league table. It has, but let's do that in a minute, the league table, Sam. Let's keep this, as the section says, about reflections on the previous game week. Obviously, we've got the Salah hat-trick uh, in the first game against Bournemouth. Arsenal, I think a lot of people expected them to go big, big, big. But they didn't, did they, against Huddersfield? Huddersfield much improved. No. Just the one goal. I captained Aubameyang against well, what Arsenal. what a mistake that was. Against Huddersfield. And I was hoping for a bit more than one assist. So. Burnley Brighton, 1-0, not much to say. Cardiff... Uh, against the new manager Southampton and this is uh, today's fact of the day Sam that the new Southampton manager's surname literally means rabbit hutch in so, German in German obviously uh, so that's uh, that's a fact of the day but a good result for Cardiff uh, and Etheridge uh, who I've still got as keeper uh, United went mad uh, they scored four goals that took a lot of people by surprise uh, West Ham Palace great news for those who had West Ham investments. Yeah, so I'd just like to say that I was deciding on who to replace Mane with since I heard he was out for the Bournemouth game. And at the time, I thought he was going to be out for longer, but he actually came on as a sub against Bournemouth. And I was thinking either Ericsson, Son or Felipe Anderson. Son got a goal and an assist. Felipe Anderson got a goal and an assist. And Ericsson, you can obviously guess what one I chose. Yes, but who did who did your dad actually say to bring in first when you when you asked him first time? Son. Well, I I I asked you Felipe Anderson or Ericsson. I I, was, I didn't think about Son. You yeah, said I did Ericsson. Say son. Then later you said Son. Just to clarify there. I did say Son. Um, the rest of the games, Chelsea surprising. Winners at City played well, didn't they? Second half. Yes, I really did, I did not expect that result. Um, Spurs beat Leicester. Wolves, the 95th minute winner for Doherty, which I think everyone has got now. And yes, but can I just add to the Spurs game, Harry Kane did not start the game. No, because he was resting Ericsson and Kane for Barcelona, wasn't he? Which, looking back, with the benefit of Mr Jeffrey Hindsight, would, you could have predicted, couldn't you? Because, uh, uh, you know, they have all these games in not many... Not much time. Yes, I, I, I agree with you, Steve, but it still was quite satisfying for for us, those of you and us who do not own Kane to see him come on yes, for a big one-pointer. The big one-pointer to give you armband him. And Everton 2, Watford 2. A few people on the forums were tipping Digne, or you may pronounce it Digne, uh, if you don't know. Your, is he, is he I French? Think, um, He's French or is he Spanish? I think he might be French. French, I'll have to um, Google that later. I think you got it right first time. No, anyway, he's, he's on free kicks, and uh, but he only got seven or eight. He didn't get all that many points. And Watford's uh, winless run continues. Manager of the week. Manager of the week this week is the person sitting next to me, Steve. Congratulations, you got. A massive 92 points, mainly thanks to a Salah hat-trick, and you had kept the armbands on him. You also had Felipe Anderson, and Klasenac, and Doherty, and Etheridge, and Richarlison. So what do you think? And Not much to add to that, Sam, um, but um, 
class will tell. Always say it in this league. Class will tell. League table. For the league table review, there's been some major changes in the table this week. Top now is Alex Perry with the Sick Boys. He got 83 this game week and he's on 1,006 points overall. The first person to break the 1,000 point barrier this year. Sam Owen. Oh dear. Not a good week. 56 points. This really is the stage of the season where the big boys have to turn up, Sam. And 56 points won't cut it at this level. So he slips to second with 9-9-7. Tell us about the manager who was shot back into third place, Sam. That's obviously your own team, former specials, with 92 points, like we said. You are just... 40. 40 off the lead. Now, a big gap. Now, those top three do look like they're going clear now, don't they, uh, Sam... Uh, but tell us about the Champions League, Europa League positions. With all due respect, Steve, I, I actually, I actually disagree. I think there's a top two emerging. You are um, 31 points off Sa- Sam Owen, whereas um, Alex Perry only has a nine-point lead over um, Sa- Sam Owen. But for, anyway, fourth place is Hagerston United with a disappointing 44 points. He's on 939 overall. And for fifth, with Danny Morgan with the Pharaohs, a terrible 34 points. And sixth is my own team, and I had a shocking game week. Only 39 points, mainly due to the fact that some of my players were rested, which I probably should have been able to predict, but still quite a bit disappointing. Let's give a quick shout-out to uh, Mark Burrows, who who does try desperately hard at this game, and he, he very much is... The Leicester in the Leicester Stroke Everton surprise package contender. Fifty six points for him and he's at nine one eight. Really out on his own in seventh, so very much looking forward to some Europa League football next season, we thinks. Talking points. It's that section of the show where we discuss things that have come up and our thoughts on various matters. It's called Talking Point. Sam, are you in possession of our first Talking Point this week? I am indeed, Steve. First Talking Point is Trent Alexander-Arnold. I heard is out for a fortnight. No reference intended to the popular video game, which isn't very good in my opinion. Controversial there, Sam, but let's just look at uh, TAA, as I believe people refer to him. Double-edged sword this because on the one hand he keeps getting rested as well and now he's injured and even when he came back, comes back is he guaranteed to play uh, every game. So for that reason I have decided to get rid of him but I don't want to tell you who for till the changes section. So Can we just discuss some of the possible replacements for him? Well possible replacements I can indeed depending on how much money you've got. The contenders were David Luiz. If you've got a little bit of money, I think he's 5.7. There's Digne, who we mentioned Digne. earlier. Yeah. And there's Lovren for a very similar price. If you want another Liverpool, you go not, you go Lovren, who's not cheaper. Not attacking potential, in my opinion. Could, may he come up with a header? But Never know. if you have the extra funds, there is Robertson, who gets loads of assists, or Van Dijk, who could head into Well, again, the if you want the Liverpool, but if you, it really depends. Do you need the Liverpool coverage or... 
do you go for somebody else? Uh, tricky one, but these are the sort of mis- decisions that the... This is what pays our wages, Sam. This is what fantasy management is all about. Time for your next talking points, please, Sam. Second talking point is something I heard that Aguero and De Bruyne will be back soon. How do you, are you going to incorporate them into your teams anytime soon, Steve? No, no. To be honest with you, I'm not. I mean, you've seen the specials are performing now. They're performing big time. I'm not sure whether them two players are guaranteed to start at the weekend. Probably not, but they'll be back soon. I'm not sure. I don't think I'll be jumping to bring in Aguero because I personally think Sané and Sterling are much better options than either Aguero or De Bruyne. Any more talking points, Sam? Third talking point, let me just see here, is... Whilst you're thinking, let me give you one, which is... How do we cope with the rotations and all these fixtures, Sam? Uh, any advice for I'm thinking people like Mr. Tom Kershaw and Mr. Patrick Cunningham, who often don't sometimes realise that there's midweek fixtures on because they have very very busy social lives and sometimes may miss. But what's what's the number one rule would you say for keeping up with this Christmas program? Well, I think you should follow certain websites to notify you when. Well, it's digital. Yes, yeah, so it's digital to tell you when there is a game week on. But also make sure that if any of your players are rotated or injured, that you have a strong bench to fill, fill Absolutely in. Absolutely right. You need 15 people who could... Or at least 14. ...who would play. You don't want any passengers at this stage of the season. My fourth talking point for this week, unheard of, is what is the best strike? What's the best premium striker we have... Or Bamiang or Kane? Not a question for me because I do not have a premium striker. I have or Bamiang. I I think Kane is probably Kane is probably is is a tough call. I think Tottenham have the slightly easier fixtures. Don't agree at all there, Sam. For me, you, it's a, if you've got the money and you want the premium striker at this stage of the season, it has to be Kane because he he doesn't get rested. Uh, apart from obviously when he's about to play Barcelona, but he won't get rested now over Christmas, I, I suspect. And uh, if you want him, he's always on penalties. Whereas with Aguero, comes off, doesn't he? After sixty minutes. Aguero. I think we were talking about Aubameyang, if I am not mistaken. Well, but I wouldn't have either of Aguero or Aubameyang, and had Kane. That's that's fair point. Fair but enough. I'd just like to say. Well, if if you're thinking about Aubameyang being rested, Lacazette, I think, played in midweek. Which it could it could be a sign that maybe he doesn't play at the weekend. Like Lacazette, I wouldn't cl- I wouldn't class. Um, I'm not I'm not talking about bringing. I'll be, sorry, I'll put my neck on the line here, Sam. But the champion this year will not have Lacazette in his team. I'm I'm just saying. I'm just talking about Aubameyang's chances of game week preview. Time for game week preview. Now we're on game week seventeen. And the first fixture is Man City against Everton. I think Man City will be ready to go again after losing 2-0 to Chelsea. I think they'll be wanting to um, bite back in this game. The difficulty, you don't really know who he's going to play. Last week he didn't play any strike. He played Sterling in the false nine position. Didn't really work out against Chelsea. So you would imagine that Jesus or Aguero will come back. And that means which of Sané, Sterling and Mares will get dropped. Uh, I mean, but Sané, on the other hand, was brilliant in midweek against uh, 
Hoffenheim. So as a betting man, I would say that he's probably not going to start Sterling in that game, but I could be wrong. Another thing I saw is some people think thinking whether to bench for Charleston on online. But I, I I think with Charleston, like Man City's defence is very good, but it's not flawless. I would play with Charleston in this game. I wouldn't necessarily think about getting rid of him. And Everton were pretty good at Liverpool, weren't they? Uh, whenever it was, so you know that could be tight. That that game, there may not be many goals. Palace, Leicester. Oh, uh, it's a tricky one this, but I've got to hope that Palace do the job and keep it tight because I have Mister Hennessy with his brandy in the goal. Huddersfield, Newcastle. Huddersfield on form. A lot of people tipping them. I've seen low the defender, 4.4, tipped as a possible TAA replacement, going back to earlier conversation. And Newcastle, who did win three in a row, are now dropping off again. So I go Huddersfield 1-0 there. Spurs, Burnley, Sam. Fresh from the triumph of uh, the 1-1 draw against Barcelona reserves. I'm a bit worried about this game because I think one or two people in the league have Kane and I think Tottenham may go big in this game. I suspect that we'll see Spurs quite tired and that will be tight, but I could be wrong. Watford, Cardiff. Watford have not won since game week 10. Will they against Neil Cardiff, Sam? Um, I think they will. I think if, Car- if I think this was at I think if this was at Cardiff, it would be a, a bit of a tougher game for Watford. But that Watford, I don't see Cardiff troubling Watford too much. Watford win. Wolves, Bournemouth. Uh, Wolves are a frustrating team, aren't they? Because one week they're rubbish, and then the next week they beat Chelsea. Then they're rubbish again, and then they beat Newcastle. Newcastle. So. On that basis, they'll be rubbish against Bournemouth. Let's go Bournemouth win. I agree. I think Bournemouth will win this. It might be a close game. Fulham West Ham. Well, Fulham uh, Ranieri, obviously still relatively new. Fulham West Ham, again, a little bit inconsistent. But uh, I would probably go for a West Ham win there. Fulham conceded four against United last week. And they're against a West Ham side who scored three past Palace. I think West Ham will win this probably comf- probably comfortably. Oh, Fulham are better at home, though. Yeah, Brighton, true. Chelsea on the Sunday game. Um, I think Chelsea will win this, but only now. I think probably 1-0 or 2-0. Southampton, Arsenal. Um, Once again, Arsenal probably by 1-2-0. or Although Southampton... They don't look. They don't. They don't look terrible. They don't look as bad. Well, think. they're under the new management now, of course, of the Austrian, Mister Rabbit Hutch, and Liverpool United, the big one of the weekend. Tough one to say. It's all the BBC prediction man, Mark Lawson, has this as a draw. What do you think, Steve? I will go Liverpool. Um, I, I, I'm actually hoping for a comfortable Liverpool win in that game. As we are United fans, and we're not not exactly big Jose Mourinho supporters. And- big one, Matthew. It's time for a new feature where we predict the one player uh, who will go big this week in terms of points. Uh, it will be Sam's turn to predict next week, but the 
Big one, Matthew. This week is low from Huddersfield for 4.4 million. Bring him in. Bold prediction there, Steve. Might may be true. Harry the Cat's mystic prediction. It's my turn this week. And basically we have to predict a surprise result. We've not covered this in the game week previews. But, well, I think the surprise result this week might not happen. But... I'm going to say that Southampton will beat Arsenal. My team, your team. A roundup of the changes in our teams this week. Uh, I'll start Samo, and there are two changes for me. I can confirm. I've spoken to the management staff down at the Specials Training Ground, and they have told me that a good bit of business this week. Richarlison has left. Um, he's he's done all right for us, but. At this stage of the season, we need the elite players. And it's a warm welcome back for Mr. Edin Hazard. And another change, which is the enforced injury change that I referred to earlier. TAA has left and I had 0.9 million in the bank. So he has been switched for the Dyke, the Van Dyke, who, although he hasn't scored for Liverpool, uh, I suspect... May well be in the points against United. Well, I'm only 0.1 off doing that transfer to Van Dijk. <clears throat> but then I'm going to settle for Dejan Lovren instead for Trent Alexander-Arnold. And I may bring back my man Trent in the next, in the upcoming weeks when he is back fit. But I think, I think I'm going to go Lovren because I, I think I heard that Liverpool's centre-backs, apart from the... Van Dijk and Lovren. I think the other ones may be injured, I think. So I'm not sure whether there'll be many, much competition for Lovren. But I've got him for Liverpool coverage. Hopefully you can get some clean sheets. Now for Golden Gamble, I think this week I'm actually going to go on Sterling. Like you said earlier, he might not play. But did he play in midweek? Yes. Well, we play. <laughs> I'm going to say that he's going to play, so I'm going to captain him. You're going to captain Man- Sterling. Man City will be wanting to come back and go big after losing against Chelsea, and he's, I think I think Sterling will play. I just have suspicions. So I'm going to captain him. And I'm probably going to captain Salah, but uh, you've slightly influenced me that they are bouncing back from the Chelsea game. So do not rule out me switching that captain to. Sterling, obviously, with the power that uh, is now in my midfield, it could easily be Hazard at Brighton. It could even be uh, the West Ham lad, Anderson. So many options. This is really where you need three captains, isn't it, Sam? There now follows a special message for our Australian friend, Mr Evan Weeks. The message this week is simple, with a lot of Christmas parties and drinking in the evenings. Uh, take it easy. The fourth official has indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes time allowed. Three minutes time allowed. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of our podcast. I hope everyone gets their captain right this week. I didn't. I got Aubameyang. He got one assist, but I was expecting more. Whereas you got Salah for a hat trick. Let's hope we get the captain right, everyone. Uh, before we go, a quick uh, shout-out to uh, my co-host here, Sam, 
because um, not only did he have to suffer his dad going on about his 42-point captain all week, but he took his own very poor week in uh, good humour and it didn't let him worry him. And the way this game works, you have good weeks, you have bad weeks. Actually, it could be a title of another section, couldn't it, Sam? Good week, bad week. Um, But I think another podcast does that. Uh, Have a good week, everyone. We will be back next Friday for our pre-Christmas show. Uh, Make sure you get your teams all in order. See you then. Goodbye, everyone. That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points.